Esme. She's a queen. This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She's a queen. Go queen. Thank you guys for joining another episode of the Key Chat Podcast. Today, I have a certified matchmaker by the name of Lusola, and she is the founder of the Love Dynasty Matchmaking and Dating Service. So we're just going to have a great chat about finding love in a foreign place. We're going to have a nice little conversation about her matchmaking services and just some things we can look out for in this crazy dating world. So how are you doing today? I am good. How are you? It's so, so, it's so nice to be here. Nice to be interviewing with you. So I'm excited, but I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good and I'm excited to have you. So first question, definitely just tell everybody. And I had a mask speaker on months ago and like, I didn't even really know like the service existed. So just break down like exactly what matchmaking services are for people that may be, may be unfamiliar with the whole thing. So first of all, I just I, I just want to say that, like you just said, like you didn't know the service existed. You are not alone. There's, there are a lot of people that does not know about matchmaking or that they, they don't even know what matchmaking is or what the service is all about. So you're not alone and it's okay. So pretty much what matchmaking does, and I will put it in the simplest terms, is kind of like a recruiter, you know, how you have a recruiter for work if you're looking for a job or, you know, a career or profession. So a matchmaker is kind of like a recruiter for your love life. Pretty much that's what it's all about. I like that definition. I'm sorry? I like that definition. (laughs) So that's kind of like what a, um, a matchmaker is. But a matchmaker even takes it to a more personalized level and a curated approach in the sense that we get to know you personally. It's just like you talk to a recruiter, you tell them your qualifications and what you're looking for, you know, and they'll be able to place you in a position based on your experience, your qualification and your background. So that's kind of like what a matchmaker is. We get to know you personally, get to know your personality, your 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 culture, your hobbies, your morals, your values, your share, your interest, and what you're looking for in a life partner. And we pretty much find a match for you. The hope is to find you a perfect match. But we 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 always like to say, you know, there's no there's no such thing as a perfect human being. So there's nobody perfect, but at least a good match you know, that you will be happy with. And our, my services is, is geared towards people that are marriage-minded, that are serious-minded, and that want to have a healthy monogamous relationship. And so, that's what I was going to ask you. Like when you said basically helping people find partners, is it like, hey, find a permanent spouse or more like if a person is looking kind of to date, no. find like a <laughs> dating, is it, is the goal with all your clients to really lead towards marriage? 
Yes, I am going to speak for my services. I mean, I know there are other matchmakers out there and that's why for me, interviewing the, the, the client to know what they're actually looking for. For my services, my goal is for you to get married. That's why I said we're looking for serious-minded serious minded individuals. That doesn't necessarily mean that you meet someone today and you're going to marry them tomorrow, but at least you're able to put in the work and you know the commitment that it requires for you to actually get to that end goal, which is marriage. So it's not for people that want a situation ship or you know, an entanglement situation. No, our, our clients and people that we work with are really, really geared towards marriage and, and, and marriage is a requirement for them. So how does it work? So let's say, for example, you have a client and you've linked that client with what through your vetting and everything that you think would be a good match for them. And that client does have like marriage in mind or just definitely a serious relationship that will lead to marriage. Let's say you match the person that for whatever reason, maybe they've dated for a few months and they decide to part ways. Like, is there like a, a little warranty or something? Like what happens? That, <laughs> so... Know? I mean, we always let our clients know, look, nothing is ever guaranteed in life. Relationship requires hard work. And I think some people always think that, oh, immediately you get matched. That just means that I don't have to do anything else. We just kind of wing it. No, you have to still do your due diligence as an individual. Like, okay, do are we going to be good together as couples? And do we want to get married? And if at the end of it, it doesn't work out, then that's fine. It doesn't work out. And then we come back, go back to the drawing board, you know? So, but there's some relationships that are going to end in marriage and there's some that are not going to end in marriage. And that's why we go through that vetting process to make sure that you guys will be a good match. Now it's not going to be on us if any of them do not actually put in the required work needed to be able to make that relationship work. Mm -hmm. So how, how do you find your clients? Do you kind of recruit people or like, do you do like a lot of heavy advertisements and they find you and what is your average client? Like, what do they look like as far as their profession or age, things like that? Okay. So for me, I am Nigerian. I am an immigrant. So I primarily work with African professionals. So um, African singles, people that are single, marriage-minded, and um, people find me through word of mouth, through heavy advertising, and we try to do some recruitment as well. So it's just, we try to get the word out there as much as we possibly can. And some people may be a little bit on the fence about it. Like like you said earlier, they probably may not have heard of a matchmaker before and they don't know what the service is about. So they might just call and say, hey, I, I saw an advertisement or someone told me or one person told me about this and I'm just calling to inquire about it. So, and we work with, like I said, African professionals, people between the ages of like 25 to 55. So, and people that are serious and that they're professionals and we go, we just go through the vetting process with them and criminal background checks and, and the likes of that. Okay. So since you said that you're, and I did see that in your media kit. So since your main, you know, clients are servicing African professionals, are you matching them with mutual African professionals or is like the, the range of matches, like, is it a broader range or is it, you know, so African African professional. So it, it can be broad depending on what the what the client wants. Mm -hmm. 
Um, some primarily wants people, you know, where they have the same shared interests, the same culture, the share the same culture, the share the same values with. So some may request that, hey, I want a fellow African or and some may request and say, hey, it doesn't matter. As long as I love you and we have a good connection, we have good chemistry, it doesn't matter. You could be black, white, brown. It doesn't really matter. So it just depends on what each individual wants. Okay. Okay. So how long have you been in business again? So I have been in business. I mean, I've been doing this for non-professionally, I would say since like I was probably in high school because I've just always loved the idea of love. I've always, you know, try to, Hey, you're, you're single. Okay. I, I have somebody that I think may be good for you. I've always tried to connect people together in, in, in the, in the instance of them fun you know, just forming that long-lasting bond and forming that long-lasting relationship with each other. But professionally, we've been in business like almost a year. I became certified, um, I would say, January or February of this year or so. And I know you said you've been doing this just naturally. What made you decide, hey, I want to actually make this a certified profession to do this, make a business out of it? (laughs) So the true story is, honestly, Um, I decided to really, really do this because when um, I met my husband, so I've been married for six years now and I have three children. So, and I also met my husband in an unconventional way because being Nigerian, online dating was not something that I ever thought about, you know, (laughs) I never thought about that, but you know, usually you meet someone through word of mouth or through a friend or an auntie or an uncle. They're like, why are you still single? I have somebody, you know, through that, because being African and all of that, you can, you get different people that want to introduce you to people. But when I met my husband in an unconventional way, something that I had never, ever thought of doing before. And after that, and I'm like, you know, I got out of a really bad relationship. And before I met my husband at that time, I had given up hope like of ever meeting someone. I'm just like, whatever. And I just let whatever happened in that relationship, I let that be my driving force. And I'm like, you know what? He, I, I, I've devoted, I devoted so much my time, my energy, my resources, my finances into this relationship and it didn't work. So I pretty much kind of gave up on love. So, but at the time that I met my husband, I wasn't looking, but I met him online and we are still going strong to the glory of God six years down the line. And I just felt like, I think love can find anybody at any time. You just have to be open. Like if you're doing the same thing, you've been doing the same thing over and over again, you have to do something different to be able to expect a different result. So I wanted to just do something different. I went outside of my comfort zone. I tried online dating and I found love and I'm like, why not? If I can find someone, anybody can find anybody and you just have to be open to the process and you know and put yourself out there and just 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 put your best foot your best self and just put it out there and love will find you so for many of your clients or just in your experiences what do you think are some of the common catalysts you know issues that may cause someone who they they check off all the boxes you know they're good match what you think what do you think are some of the common pitfalls or obstacles and people just finding someone you know like you said 
back then a lot of times people were match made you know like oh hey a friend of a friend or a relative or someone mm-hmm. now dating is slightly unconventional like you said there's online dating things like that what do you think of just some of the common things a lot of people they just seem like they may have issues or just have some problems that may not be as easy for them to find the one for them I think some of it stems from fear fear and anxiety and sometimes tr- having trust issues because you know and it's true. There are a lot of craziness out there. There are a lot of crazy people out there in the world. And you're just kind of fearful of putting yourself out there of one getting hurt or, you know, somebody just taking advantage of you or, you know, just even putting yourself out there and putting in the work and the other person not you're not getting the same thing back in return. So those are some of those things. And you're and another reason is um, people are like, I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know who I'm dealing with. But versus back then, when maybe you get introduced to someone by a friend, you feel like, okay, I trust this person. So I know they're going to give me, they're not going to give me a bad person to date, you know? So I think that's one of the reasons why people are so fearful and people are afraid to just take risk. And, and it's totally understandable because the world that we live in now, people are not trustworthy. People are not vulnerable. People People lie, which is true, but sometimes you just have to, a lot of the things that we do in life is about taking risks. We, we just never know, but all you can do is continue to pray to God, being the best version of you, regardless of what that other person does, just making sure that you put your best self forward in every situation and be open. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your suggestions when you get clients? Do you primarily steer them towards online dating? Like, how do you find the matches for your clients? So sometimes some of my clients, they've probably, they have probably tried online dating. They've probably tried all sorts of things. And then they come to us and are like, look, I've done all I possibly can. I need help. And, and even during the interview process, when, you, when we interview our clients, you will find out a lot of other things that maybe they have some things that they need some coaching on and some things that they're dealing with probably from their past relationships or probably from, you know, past experiences or their childhood or whatever that is um, stopping them from actually finding love. So, and some of those things that we might have to discuss and we might have to coach some of our clients because we provide relationship coaching as well, you know, to not necessarily steer you towards what we think is best for you, but just to help you realize that these issues are there and we need to deal with them first so that when you get into that relationship, you'll be able to give a hundred percent and you'll be able to give the best of yourself. Now, when you get your client, what's the timeline? You know, like, of course, when you first meet the client, I'm assuming, like you said, you got to get to know them, know what they yeah. like, all types of checks and things like that. So what's the typical timeline when you get your client and you guys secure the services before you start, you know, finding different prospects? So and what's the it, process? it really depends. It really, really depends on, you know, some clients really have specifics, and people really, really want specific things that they require in, in a mate. And so there is, and I always try to tell my client, like, you know, there is no actual timeline. We have, we might have potential matches for you in, a, in our database where, hey, after the interview process, after the vetting process, we'll find something for you right away. But it might take a little bit of longer time. It might take 
take a little bit of more advertising for us to be able to find that specific mate that you want. And it might not even take a longer process, but we have to let you know that, you know what, love sometimes takes takes a while to find. It just doesn't happen like that. And sometimes some people might get lucky and find that person right away. So there's not really a specific time frame, like, but most of the time we like to work with our clients for at least within a one year period, we'll say. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good amount of time. So I saw that some of the other services are part of your services is romantic date planning. So once you match the couple, is that where the romantic date planning comes? Like, do you yes, match once we them match them? leave them afterwards, you still stay with them and stick with them? Yes. I mean, even though we've already found the match for you, we, it's a, like I said, it's a curated approach. We help you plan the date. We help, all you have to do is literally just show up on your date. We, you know, we help you. We, of course, and through um, the interview process, we're already asking you date ideas, you know, what's a romantic, what's the most, you probably asking you like, what's the most romantic thing you've ever done for someone? Or what's an idea of a romantic date for you? So we get those kind of ideas from you and then we help you plan it for us, whether it's a dinner or it's a brunch or, I mean, ideally, I think first date should probably be over dinner where you guys can have a time to be able to communicate with each other and, and, and really get to know each other. So um, those are the things that we do. We help you plan the date and you know, all you have to do is just literally just show up with your date. Wow. So what are some of your success stories? Have you had anyone since you started the business that have walked down the aisle or if not, that have, are they close to it? They got the ring, you know, like what's your success story? So like I said, I've only been in business in, in less than a year, but we mm-hmm. have had some success stories where some relationships are still going strong and some people are still dating and with each other. Um, but in the past, I mean, when I wasn't doing this success, uh, like professionally, I have had some stories where we had some people married. Yes. So. Wow. That's amazing. So one of the things that we talk about on the show all the time is self-love. So obviously I know how you mentioned some of your clients, they have some things they may have to overcome before they're truly ready. So how do you feel self-love plays into making yourself a good catch or just basically making yourself open and ready for love in order to love someone else you have to love yourself first oh absolutely that I think that is the most significant and important role because you cannot place the expectation of your own happiness on someone else and I think in order for you to be ready for a relationship you know first of all you have to know yourself as a person, you have to know who you are and you have to be okay with the person that you are. You have to do like an internal assessment of me. I am Busola. What does Busola like to do? What makes me happy? What makes me sad? What are my values? What are my interests? What are my hobbies? You know, what, what are the things that gives me butterflies? You know, like, am I going to be okay with just, even if I'm single, like dating myself? You have to understand the knowledge of who you are. Then, then that's when you're going to start thinking, okay, I know me. Then you're going to be able to understand what you want. So it's extremely important to love yourself as an individual. And, you know, sometimes I feel like it's, it's really hard to find sometimes because a lot of people have placed that expectation of their own happiness on someone else. 
No one else can make you happy. You have to make yourself happy. And then when you find someone, they're going to enhance that happiness and bring the best version of you out of you. But first, you have to find it within yourself. So I think it's yeah. extremely, extremely important. Have you ever encountered some people who you think maybe they just have done maybe some common dating mistakes or just some mistakes in their approach to people? Because sometimes people, they're good people, but they may have some pitfalls in dating because they may not necessarily know how to communicate or they may not be good with dating literally like dating is a sport you know in a sense so yes I think I'll give you an example I think oh we 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 find that all the time and and it's and I think sometimes it's very common with women and what women tend to do is especially if they find someone that they like you know they tend to put their that person's happiness over their own like you tend to make excuses for that person. Like, especially you, you meet someone, you're on a date with this person, you're attracted to them, you love this person, you like them and all of that stuff. But when this person is not coming hundred percent correct, but because of the feelings that you have for that person, what do you tend to do? You tend to make excuses. Well, maybe if I do this, maybe he will like me more. Or maybe if I do this, maybe if I do this, no, that's putting your own happiness, your own self-care and your own self-love you're putting it, you're putting theirs above yours. And I think that's one of the common mistakes that, that women make and may not necessarily get them that end goal that they want. Mm. Wow. That so was it's very, I, I tell, I say, it's, especially for women or anybody looking for, if you want a serious relationship at the beginning, your own happiness has to come first. You have to be selfish. You have to think about me first. And that comes from you knowing what you want. So when you know what you want and you know you have someone that is not coming correct or that's not going to give you what you require, you have to put yourself first. And like, in, in a nice way, because you know, some people can be mean, but in a polite way as possible right now, these are the things that I want. And it's okay if you may not be able to give it to me, that's fine. But I hope we can both understand and, and be okay as adults and communicate to each other. These are my wants. And if you cannot give it to me, then I'm sorry, this may not work for us. Versus mm -hmm. ghosting the person versus, uh, bye, don't call me no more, you know? Yeah. But as adults, we should be able to communicate with each other in a polite manner. I like you, you're a great person, but you may not be the person for me. Mm, I like that a lot. So do you believe in the value of the love languages? Do you think that's true? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I do because, and I think it's very important to know because a lot of times we understand ourselves and we project our feelings on our significant other. For example, my love language is and I'm just, I'm just speaking generally, not necessarily my love language, but, but for instance, if you have someone that their love language is gift, that's how they receive love. That's how they want to be shown love. What you also have to think, my spouse or my significant other, how does she receive or he or she receive love? Your love language may be act of service, quality time. And theirs may not be quality time. You have to show them love based on how they receive it, not how you show love. So that's why it's very important to know 
your spouses or your significant others love languages and understand yours but also understand that this is a partnership sometimes i have to understand how my partner wants to be loved i think that's one of the common mistakes that we make and even in marriages too we tend to project our love languages or our feelings on our partner like okay this is the way i love so you just got to take that no have to understand how your partner wants to be loved and love them the way they want to be loved and it should be vice versa wow wow i love that a lot so some of your clients maybe been married before do you ever are they always are they all clients that have never been married so, so some of them oh yeah we have a, a mixture of some people that have been married and some people that have not been married so it's, it's a mixture of both with those clients, is it harder with one group as opposed to the other? Like are some of the clients who've been married before, are they maybe more difficult or maybe the younger? Um, sometimes, I think sometimes it could be as, I mean, as with any, anybody, because people have specifics of what they want. And sometimes someone that's been married before you hear them say, um, I would prefer someone that has not been married. So it just depends on what people, what people want. And, and, and some people have non-realistic expectations but that person has to also in, in everything especially when it comes to love you cannot be stringent in your ways you cannot be adamant you have to be able to to have an open mind and be like okay and trust that your matchmaker will do what is possibly best for you so but some people are so adamant they're like no or they'll say oh, yeah i know i've been married before i have a kid i don't want somebody with a kid mm. Okay. Wow. So, but at the end of the day, it's about what the client wants. And yes, it's our, our job as matchmakers to try to steer you in the right direction, but you also have to be open to receive that as well. But, and if you're not, you're the client. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. we have to provide you with what you want. At the end of the day, you're going to be the one in the relationship with that person. So, and our goal is to make sure you end up in, in a good 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 with or uh, with a good match that you know your relationship is going to flourish and you are going to go in knowing that okay my matchmaker had me in mind and they're really thinking about the possible best for me now on average how many clients do you take on at one time is there like a limit on how many you choose to take so for me <laughs> i try as much as possible not to take too much um i kind of have a limit so Within a period of time, I, I like to work with maybe between one to three clients at a time with, within a few uh, a couple of months period. Okay. And where are you located? I'm located in Houston, Texas. Okay. Now, with your clients, are they specific to your radius or do you get clients all over? So I get clients all over. And, um, and, so, and, and to be honest, some clients are going to be harder to match based on their requirements and also based on their geographical location. So, but primarily um, I am in within the Houston area and I like to work with clients within the, the Houston area. And, but if I, if, and if I can match you and, and, and I will let the, the clients know, and if not, and I'll let them, let them know immediately as well that, hey, I may not be able to have clients, but I do have other matchmakers as well. Like we have, oh. um, yeah, that, that we collaborate with. So even if I don't have that client, um, a, a, a match for you within our database system, we might refer you to someone who works within your group, geographical location. 
And when you get a client as well, do you like set them up to like, let's say, for example, you get one client, do you have like a pool of people like maybe like, okay, here's three good choices for the person? Or is it just strictly to find one person? Like, how does that go? So the, the, the idea is depending because um, with our services, we have different packages. So depending on the package that you, that you choose, the idea is to set you up or introduce, give you different introductions and maybe three, depending on your package, maybe six or maybe 12. So you may just go out with one person and you find that connection and you have that chemistry and you want to continue seeing that person. And sometimes it may take a couple of days for you to get there. So, and, and it's okay. 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 So lastly, for some singles who may be tuning in, what encouragement would you have for them? Because sometimes people, they give up. And I saw a meme recently saying that the dating pool has pee in it. (laughs) Oh my God. Some people have given up. So what would you say to just change people's mindsets regarding dating and not to give up and that the one is out there for them? I would say this. First, don't give up. It may seem like it's it's love is not out there, but love is out there. And you just have to know that. You have to speak it into existence. You have to, I would say just um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not prophesy it every day and say to yeah. yourself that the love that I want is out there. And you have to walk in that truth. You have to position yourself. And the, 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 the number one important thing is your mindset. Because if you believe I'm not going to find love, I'm not, if you're negative about it all the time, then you're not going to find it. We just keep a positive attitude all the time. Keep a positive attitude and have a positive outlook. Because if you're being negative, if you just being negative, Nancy, all the time. You, people may not even want to be around you because you, you just don't be negative. But right. if you're positive, even if that person may not be the right person for you, they may know somebody who is. And because of your positive attitude, because of your character, they may be like, hey, this person may not be for me, but I know a good man or I know a good lady that will be for you. So I think changing your mindset, changing your outlook on, on in anything that you do, mindset has a lot to do with it. If you, if you think negatively all the time, then you're going to attract that negativity. But if you're positive, you're going to attract positivity and Mm -hmm. believe in yourself as a person. And, you know, if there's some things that, because sometimes it's always good, you know, to sit down, have that internal assessment of who you are as a person, because nobody knows you better than yourself. Yeah. And sometimes nobody's going to be honest with you and brutal with you better than yourself either. So sometimes, you know, some of the things that you're doing, that's not right. You know, and, 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 and it's okay. It's okay for us to make mistakes, but how do we learn from those mistakes? How do we move from those mistakes? I think that's what's really, really important and surround yourself with positive people as well. Surround yourself Mm -hmm. people that think like you, that wants the same thing out of life, like you, that are going to encourage you like a matchmaker <laughs> and that are going to, or maybe your friends or even, and I, and, and another thing that I want to say is, you know, a lot of times when you want to have a healthy relationship, surround yourself with people that has, that have those healthy relationships so that you can learn 
and you can see firsthand what a healthy relationship looks like. Some of us, we've had bad experiences that stems from maybe our childhood, our parents, because we've all seen unhealthy relationships. We've all experienced it somehow. But if you know that you want to have a healthy, long-lasting marriage, surround yourself that around people that you know they have the kind of marriage that you want and ask them questions. How do you deal with this? How do you how do you deal with conflicts? You know, those are so important. So you would know how to handle those things before you get into those that that relationship. And once you're around those kind of people, it just gives you a different outlook. And in your mind, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm not going to stop at nothing until I find that healthy marriage or that healthy relationship that I want for myself. So, but if you're single, don't give up hope. Don't give up at all. Keep being you. Keep being positive. And, and be open-minded. If, if you do something different. Do something totally different than what you're not used to. Do something different that is out of the box. It may be hiring a matchmaker. It may be attending a speed dating event. It may be online dating, but do something different and never be afraid to put your best self forward. I love it. I love it. So before we end everything, go ahead and tell people how they can find you and contact you. Who knows? You may have some future clients that's going to tune in. So make sure you let everybody know how they can reach you. Absolutely. You can definitely reach us on Instagram is T Love Dynasty underscore on Instagram. And it's the Love Dynasty on Facebook. Our website is www.thelovedynasty.com. You can always reach us um, if you want to be an exclusive client or a database member, you're free. And if you know, and, and if it's if this does not pertain to you or if you know anybody that is single, you know, refer them to us. Refer them to us. Um, but that's where you can reach us. Awesome. Thank you so much for this good conversation. So I hope some people that tune in who may be looking for love in all the wrong places, got some inspiration and got some ways to get the pee out of that dating pool to not give up. And Ms. Busola dropped some additional gems about self-love too, just loving yourself and just putting that energy out there and just speaking it. If you want to find someone don't say all men are bad. You just said that every man that you're going to come across is bad, you know, vice versa. If you say, well, all women are yada, 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 if you follow it with a negative, you know, yeah. thought, you know, you kind of already cursed yourself. So I like what she said, you know, have that positive mindset. We talk about positive mindsets all the time, but especially with relationships and how we view ourselves. And just remember that you are worthy of finding the love that you deserve. Yes. So thank you guys for tuning in to the key chat. You can find this episode. The audio will be streaming on all major streaming platforms and the video will be on YouTube. That's Go Queen TV, but you can find the link to all these episodes, just go ahead to www.thekeychat.com to access this episode and others. So guys, please be safe and make sure you go love yourself. And thank you again, Ms. Busola. Thank you. Thank you for having me. God bless you. Thank you. Great conversation. And remember, guys, please make sure you go love yourself. Exactly. <laughs> go queen, go queen, go queen, go. Represent, you're a queen, you're a queen, oh.